Welcome to Leading from Alignment, a weekly podcast from Converge Coaching, where our passion is to help you lead better, lead longer, and enjoy it more. Hello, everybody. Welcome again to another episode of Leading from Alignment. My name is Jim Wiegand. I'm here with my good friend and now my physical fitness guru coach, as well as other things in ministry and life, John Obolewski. How are you doing, John? Uh, Jim, I'm doing great. I, I want to uh, qualify what you just said. I don't believe I'm a fitness coach. <laughs> there are a lot of people who do that a lot better than I do. But uh, what's that they say? I, I'm be into fitness. Fitness entire pizza in my mouth. Is that the the fitness that anybody can coach that way? So yeah, right. <laughs> so today we are going to talk about though physical fitness. I, I told our listeners at the end of the last podcast, and I kind of gave up on regular strategic goal setting exercise about two years ago. And I'm not exactly sure why uh, I, I can say, well, I'm, I'm in my fifties now. It's once you lose it, it's harder to get it back, et cetera. But truth be told, if, if I could snap my fingers and go back two years back to long distance running, I I'd do it in a heartbeat. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this and we'll find out the effectiveness of your ministry in the next 15 minutes to see. Okay. <laughs> talking guy, a sedentary guy off the couch. So tell us about what you, what's on your heart today. So, so Jim, when we talk about this subject, I feel like we're almost like approaching the, the, the final frontier with leaders. Yeah. Uh, they're very open to talking about their, their spiritual lives. They're more open to talking about relationships and their emotional lives. When I, when I start talking with them about physical fitness, uh, I'm often greeted with blank stares <laughs> and awkward silence. Um, and and I, I bring them to this passage of scripture, 1 Timothy 4, 8, Paul says this to his mentor, mentee, uh, his, his apprentice. Yeah. He says, for physical training is of some value. Now, notice that Paul didn't tell Timothy that physical training was of no value. Right. He said it was of, it was of some value. And I believe this. I, I think we can serve God and others better when we're physically fit. Yeah. What do you think about that idea, Jim? I, I think that's absolutely true because I think our whole life is a testimony. Um, Paul says in Philippians 4, he says, whatsoever things you've learned from me, heard from me, you know, things I've taught you. But then the last one, he says, those things you've seen in me, put them into practice. And I, he's saying, if you do what I do, if you become what I am, you'll, you'll be right with God. The God of peace will be with you, he says. So I, I think that's a holistic message, right? I think that's the way he handled his money his relationships, his fitness, his emotions, his character. I think that's what sort of things you've seen in me goes to the root of every motive that we have. And so I think there's a better testimony if the body of Christ is known for health than known for sickness, known yeah. for being in shape versus, you know, considering round a shape, you know, that we're in. Uh, mm -hmm. I agree. So when I say physically fit, Jim, I'm thinking about three areas. Um, now we touched on these in the last pod mm -hmm. a little bit, but I'd like to really kind of uh, unpack them at a deeper level. So I'm thinking about three areas, exercise, nutrition, and sleep. Now we talked about that a little bit, yeah. but I really would like to spend more time there yeah. uh, because I feel like it's just important for us to do that. So let's look at that first one, exercise. exercise. And when it comes to that, I, I think consistency is really the key here. Uh, now, when the gyms were open, uh, I would go to the gym four days a week. 
I'd lift weights, do cardio. And then when the weather's halfway decent, Laura and I would add walking yeah. uh, to that workout uh, routine. And our goal was never to become uh, bodybuilders. You know, I, I think when I was 18, I wanted to do that. Uh, but at this age, it's not about that. It's, it's, it's just getting our bodies in motion. And, and so uh, you don't have to spend a fortune on it. Uh, to you don't you know the gym I go to is ten dollars a month. I mean, yeah. and you get you can even have a personal trainer for free <laughs> at this gym. So I mean, it's such a small investment, um, and so exercise is a big deal. And and so Jim, you said it's been a couple of years for you, you know, to um, get back onto the you know onto the treadmill again or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I found this that when I'm struggling here with consistency having a workout buddy really helps it really yeah. makes a difference right the accountability right mm -hmm. yeah yeah well it's funny i had that in my wife and I, maybe that's one of the things i'm missing is that dina and i ran together and then just her knees weren't really capable of doing it anymore for long distance and so i gave it up for a week you know to, to rest after 150 mile a week-long run that i did and just never picked it back up again but she never picked it back up again and she was more likely than not, the reason I want to go spend time with her, I want to chase her around the town. And when that yeah. was gone, I lost my workout buddy. That's an interesting thought. Yeah. Hmm. Absolutely right. Yeah. Keep going. So Jim, here's an, yeah. So here's another one, Jim. Uh, another area with fitness, and this is nutrition. Uh, whenever I talk about nutrition in a large setting with a group of pastors, I've never gotten an amen once. <laughs> Well, you know, the word fellowship is the word koinonia, which means with cheese. I don't know if you knew that or not. I did not know that. No fellowship without cheese, evidently. Okay. Yeah. So, so this has been a lifelong issue for me. I'll just be totally transparent. Sure. Um, that eating, eating well, uh, eating the right amount of food. Um, I've gone through seasons where I've done that very well. And I've gone through seasons where I've not done that very well. Right. And, um, you know, most, I think most of our listeners know that, you know, good nutrition, physical activity helps maintain a healthy weight. But when you think about, it's not just about weight, Jim, it's not just about, you know, weighing and, and measuring a certain measurement and your waist and your chest and all of that stuff. Good nutrition has so many powerful benefits to it. Um, it, reduce, it reduces the risk of some diseases, right. heart disease, and diabetes, stroke, uh, even some cancers and osteoporosis. It, it lowers, it can lower our blood pressure. It can reduce uh, the bad cholesterol uh, levels uh, in our life. It, it gives us the ability to fight illness off uh, right. when we eat properly and 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 the our ability to recover from illness or injury uh, is improved with good nutrition and I and I know this when I'm eating right I have more energy yeah and in leadership yeah I don't know if you agree with this or not Jim but leadership part of leadership is bringing energy yeah to the room bringing bringing energy to the organization uh, yeah. it's not your it's not your teammate's responsibility to do that for you. Right. 
think it's your responsibility to bring that to the table. I don't know. What do you think about that thought? Yeah, I, I, the thing I was thinking as well was the energy, but also the focus. I know that when I'm, I haven't exercised, I haven't thought deeply, uh, complex issues are overwhelming. Uh, I, I used to say I've, I've started a thousand runs with, with issues on my heart and mind that were weighty. I've never finished a run, a good long distance run with those same issues unresolved. My, yeah. my heart changes. Someone called it the purging of emotion through physical exertion. And I, I, I like that statement because it, you do, you do, there's something you do maybe with the adrenaline or the, the, the deep breathing, but there's something very um, calming about, about a long walk or a long run or good physical heart beating, lung beating, you know, exercise. And then when you add nutrition to that, like we've just been talking about, yeah. um, it's just a powerful combination. I've noticed this, that when I'm eating properly, when I get up to teach in front of a, a crowd of people, I just feel sharper. I feel like I'm able to bring the, the necessary energy to that room, Yeah. Um, that everything just seems to work better for me when I'm eating poorly. The opposite is true. Yeah. I get into that, under that platform, and it's more of a struggle. You know, every Sunday, I eat the exact same thing every Sunday because I know that this size cup of coffee doesn't make me jittery, but it gives me a little fuel. I know that this breakfast will sustain me through the first service when I get kind of my early lunch before the second service. So I, I, I agree completely. I think the exercise and nutrition pieces of what you're saying are absolutely true. Yeah. As a leader, for focus, for energy. Absolutely. And so good nutrition means your body just gets the nutrients it needs, you know, yeah. the vitamins, the minerals to work at its best. And so what I would encourage our listeners to do is type the word nutritionist into Google. And you are going to find a number of wonderful options in front of you and, um, and, and figure out a nutrition plan that works for you. It's not one size fits all. Right. Figure out what works for you. Stick to it. And it, 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 it will absolutely enhance your ability to lead your business, to lead your church yeah. well. I think one of the mantras of, of you know, Converge is that leading, leading longer, you know, stronger, yeah. longer. That this, this is part of leading longer. We cannot lead into our 60s and 70s and 80s if we're sick in our 60s, 70s and 80s. Sickness right. consumes our attention and our bandwidth. So to have that, that healthy, vibrant, you know, body that can endure the rigors of leadership is vital to the longevity of your, of your life, of your ministry, of what you're going to produce and then present to the Lord at the end of your life. That's right. Yeah. So here's the third, Jim, here's the third piece of, of physical fitness that I'd like to talk about for a few minutes here. And that's sleep. Now you've heard us do a whole podcast, Jim, we've done a whole podcast on sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so we keep coming back to it. But I think we keep coming back to it because it's just so important. Yeah. Um, if you're an adult, you need about six to eight hours of sleep each night. Um, the more, the better you sleep, the less issues you have with obesity and high blood pressure. It makes us less susceptible to, de to depression and anxiety. <laughs> Sometimes uh, uh, depression uh, is a function of exhaustion in some ways. And, and so sleep is a very great preventive uh, measure. Um, uh, you know, Psalm 127 too. Psalm 127 was written by Solomon. Mm. Think about 
his leadership right capacity <laughs> i mean the the just the ability to create uh buildings and, and systems and wealth and everything you can imagine people traveled from all over the world to visit this guy right and and, and, and just have an audience with him and he writes in in vain you rise up early and, and go to sleep late, toiling for food to eat, for God grants sleep to those he loves. Right, yeah. Hmm. It's so powerful coming from the pen of maybe the most accomplished king in all of Israel's history in terms of accomplishing projects, great projects. And, and so I don't know if you find that as fascinating as I do, but Solomon writing that just is so impactful. Well, I, I think you know, because he's the wisest who ever lived, we can take his word for it. Yeah. Right? And so much of his wisdom is observational. You know, I once was, you know, young, but now I'm old type of stuff. I mean, when he, right. I had this theory, and that's all it is, but that he, he recorded everything and then found categories and kind of couched things down to categories and then found, you know, a scroll that kind of contained all of the wisdom of that category. And then it just refined and refined and refined until when he spoke, it was a single sentence or two that expressed the entire knowledge that was once a room full of scrolls into one, yeah. one statement. So if he says that, I, not only because it's the word of God, but because the wisdom that God gave him, he, he is living the life that I am living. And, and I can, if he knows the question on the test and can tell me the answer, I'm going to cheat. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to copy off his paper every time because I want the same grade that he got when it comes to wisdom. So Jim, if I could just, uh, lay out a challenge yeah to those that are listening and i and i hopefully i can say we'll we're going to lay this challenge out together okay enough of the i'll sleep when i die bravado right on yeah you know we're not impressed anymore by leaders who consistently burn the midnight oil who skip sleep who who wear weariness as a badge of honor yeah and if we could just be uh, kindly challenging to you please stop being irresponsible and get some sleep yeah i hope that's not too strong we love you those of you that are listening we care about you but but i jim i feel so strongly and so passionately about this area of sleep i wrestle with sleep sleep's not easy for me right um, but I've realized it's it's amazing power and impact on us and our longevity as leaders. Absolutely. Well, I accept that challenge. I, I uh, you know, with with kind of the changing of schedules, it seems like with the season that we're in, um, it's easy to stay up a little bit later, get up a little bit later. It's easier to get off of our our schedules. One of the things my wife and I said right from the very beginning is our schedule doesn't change. It was a good schedule before all this happened. It's going to be a good schedule for the rest of our of whatever the season is. Uh, we, we exercise to, to the degree that we take a walk and so forth. Um, we eat most of the time. I'm, I'm not going to say there's no cheat days, uh, but when it comes to sleep, I, I cannot stay awake past a certain hour. Mm -hmm. I don't even try. Why, why would you fight sleep when it's sneaking up on you and trying to bless you? So right. I, it's completely. Thanks, John, so much for this. And I, I hope that everybody heard what was said and you accept the challenge. Like, let's just say for the next 30 days, Whatever today's date is, for the next 30 days, we're gonna develop the new habit of being very conscious, very aware of, of our exercise, our output, 
our nutrition, our input, and our, our sleep, our, our rest. And, and if you will pay attention to that and do the Google searches John's asked you to do, I promise you, you'll be a healthier person one month from right now than, than you are right now. And isn't that the goal? If we can make things better, let's do that through being proactive in our choices. And Jim, we see this with our clients over and over and over again. When they begin to apply some of these things into their lives, they, they start feeling better in a matter of weeks. Yeah. Um, it's incredible. So, yeah, just highly urge you guys to, to not be dismissive of this one because it's about physical fitness. Yeah. Um, it's extremely important. We love you and we want you well. Right on. Well, thanks, John. Uh, tell us a little bit about the next episode. I understand we're going to dive a little bit deeper on some, some spiritual fronts. We, we're, it's a very practical, a lot of your teaching is just wonderfully applicable in a very practical way, but this one sounds like it's got some, some depth spiritually uh, to it in, in a stronger way than, than even your, your normal thoughts. So I want to talk about spiritual hunger uh, for leaders, Jim. Uh, leadership can become so uh, busy that we lose our love for the person who called us to lead in the first place. Yeah, yeah, good. And so we're going to explore how to make sure that never happens right. to us. Remember your first love and come yes. back, right? Yeah, thanks, John. All right, well, if we want to get a hold of you because we need to talk to somebody about what's going on in their life or we just need some advice and making a decision or we'd like you to come in and do a complete consult on our ministry and our staff, how do we get a hold of you? Jim, the best way, there's two ways, actually. You, could, you can email me at john at convergecoach.com or you can go to our website convergecoach.com click on the contact button and uh that will begin a conversation with us terrific well thanks john for your time as always your wisdom uh i i can say as your friend i know that you live this that you are you're curling uh you know weights in your home from stuff you bought at, at the grocery store because you want to stay in shape doing push-ups taking walks I know the way that I've watched you, you've gone to restaurants multiple times and there's no excess. There's, there's just, it's fuel for your, for your body, not, not just a, a luxury to, you know, to add excess to your life. So God bless you. Thanks for your leadership and all of this. And we will talk to you again soon. In the meantime, we just encourage you, pray for you. Keep going guys. We're going to get through everything. We're going to be better and stronger on the other side. Let's do everything right. You've got something to bless. Until next time, we'll see you.